Well, praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, as we walk with God, as we obey his commandments, as we learn to walk by faith, you know, sometimes things don't always go right. What do you mean? You know, you heard what God told you to do and you endeavored once again to do exactly what it is, what God called you to do. And but things still didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. What do you do in situations like this? I can tell you now, many times when you're in situations, as I just described, you have to be really careful because you're in a vulnerable situation. What do you mean? The enemy will, 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 will have all kinds of solutions why things didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. In fact, once again, you're very vulnerable. And the enemy, he'll tell you things like, well, you know, you didn't fast enough. You didn't pray enough. You know, remember what you did in 1986. This is coming back. You got to reap what you sow. He'll have he'll give you all kind of answers. But this is one thing you have to realize. You cannot ask your soul why things didn't work out. What do you mean, brother pastor? Why can't you ask yourself the question? Because remember, you were endeavoring to follow God, meaning that you were endeavoring to live by faith. Faith is a product of the spirit. It is of the spirit realm. You can never ask the soul why something in the spirit did not work out. Those are answers that can only be given by God. So once again, you can never ask, you have to be careful asking yourself, why didn't this work out? Why didn't this work out? Once again, the enemy will, will have you going here, there, and everywhere. He'll have you going through all kind of hoops and loops and things of that nature. And you know what? Remember, the enemy is a liar. You cannot get your answers from your soul. It can only come from God. Remember, when you endeavor to live by faith, only God can give you the answer. Be very careful when you're in a state. What I described many times is called uh, disappointed faith. Now, once again, what is disappointed faith? Disappointed faith is when you did everything what God told you to do. We're not talking about you. You got in your flesh. No. Once again, you endeavor to do what God called you to do. I mean, during the journey, you was even asking God, you want me to do this? You consult with God and things still didn't work out. Always remember when you go through things like this, when you're disappointed in your faith, let, let me explain this disappointed faith a little bit more. Disappointed faith is, once again, when you endeavor to do what God called you to do and things don't work out. The problem is many times you'll develop a mental picture. You'll see that picture of your failure. The enemy will, will so to speak, put his finger on the replay button. And he'll, he'll make sure that you see that yourself uh, failing over and over and over again. Your faith didn't work disappointed faith you thought things you expected it to work you did everything once again you knew but it still didn't work when you go through things like that always remember you have the god will reveal to you exactly why it didn't work and he also revealed to you mistakes made in the natural because oftentimes it's twofold it's twofold now I said earlier that you have to be very careful because you're in a vulnerable situation. You're in a vulnerable position because you're, you're unsure. And I have just witnessed different 
individuals uh, uh, go through this, and I've seen them uh, uh, come out one of four ways. I've seen some individuals, we all have, where the individual, you know, they once again, they endeavor to do what God told them to do and it didn't work out and they become angry. They become disappointed with God. So much so they'll say, God, you know what? I did this and you failed me, God. You didn't come through to me for me like you like you said you would. And they end up uh, just having nothing to do with faith because they feel like their prayers weren't answered. They feel like they did everything once again that God told them to do and things still didn't work out. That's the first person. The second individual is the individual who they know enough not to blame God, but they seem to fall into a mental loop. What do you mean? They see the mistakes made because the enemy makes sure that he'll show them that, that stronghold of that mistake that they made. But then they'll, you know, that they're, they're in a state of, 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 uh, they're ambiguous. Uh, they, they're uncertain. They, they don't understand why things were. They don't understand what happened. And so they'll go through this process of once again, they see the mistake. Then they'll, they'll, they'll go back and say, well, God, I did every, I did everything you told, what you told me to do, God. I, I followed you to the, to the T. Then they'll go back and say, you know what? God is a good God, though. He, he's a good God. He's a great God. Then the enemy will take them to, back to the mistake. And then they'll go to the point, to the stage of, you know, I don't know what happened. I've seen them loop around over and over. And so as a result, they oftentimes they can't grow anymore because they're, they're in that flux, if you will. They're in that mental loop. The third result, if you will, I've seen people where they know a little bit more of the word and they know they can't can't stay in this flux. So they'll get up and they'll try to do this thing again. They'll get up and say, you know, we're going to try this thing again. And they do. But they still do not achieve uh, the results that they desire. They know that God is is able. They know that it's God's will, but. They still don't achieve the desired results. Then there's the fourth person who they, they did not either one, two things. They did not allow the enemy to plant that, that, that uh, picture of them failing because they cast that thought down. So it never formed in their mind or they allowed it to form. But then through the word of God, through some time, they were able to eradicate that image. Disappointed faith. The enemy will use this once again to nullify anything that, that God has for you, the plans that he has for you. Disappointed faith simply is when you endeavor to do what God called you to do, you did exactly what God told you to do, but you did not see the desired results. You did not see the desired results. Let me, to better explain this, let me give you a story. Uh, Gary Cassie is a great man of God uh, from Ohio. And he said one day he was going to, about to go deer hunting and, and God told him, he said, listen, why don't you let me help you catch a deer? And he was a little baffled by that. He's, he's wondering how, how God, how are you going to do that? And so God told him, he said, listen, I want you to plant a seed and send it here. Then he told him, I want you to be in agreement, get in agreement with your wife for, for you going out there to, to hunt deer and, and the particular buck, whatever you want, be in agreement with your wife. So he did that. And then he went out 
to uh, hunt for the deer. But something interesting happened. God brought the deer to him. Now let's stop there. Did you hear what I just said? God brought the deer, the buck to him. Do you know when you do what God tell you to do, when you sow a seed, do these, these different things, do you know God will, will make sure that that blessing will cross your path so you can lay hold of that blessing so you can reap that blessing. God brought that deer to him. The same thing happened the next year and the following year. This has been, ha this has been happening for Gary Cassie for over 30 years and 30 minutes or less. Well, during this time, his son back then was, he, he was young and his son asked his father, he said, dad, I want to hunt. I want to hunt deer as well. Well, so he, he sat his son down and began to explain how faith works and, and he told his son to sow a seed and then be in agreement with his parents. And sure enough, he went out there to go deer hunting and God brought his beer, his deer to him in about 40 minutes and he dropped the, the deer. They began to celebrate and praise God and how the goodness, how God just did that for them. And it was a great time. Well, the next year, same thing happened. But this time, while they were praising and worshiping God, the deer jumped up and bolted out of there. Well, Gary told his son, he said, well, you know, the deer is badly wounded, so we're going to find the deer. So they searched and they searched for a couple of hours. They could not find the deer. Well, they went out the next day to, to hunt deer. They didn't see anything. They went out every day that season. They could not find the deer. So, you know, the son is disappointed. Well, the next year he sold his seer, his, his seed and, and same thing, no deer. The following year, the same thing happened, no deer. And so finally, Gary, see, he said now, he thought within himself. He said, now, I know I'm receiving everything I ask of God. I mean, I'm naming the buck, the doe, whatever I want. God is granting that. He's giving me, he's bringing those deer to me. So he thought, he said, you know what? He figured it out. God showed him the answer. My son has disappointed faith. And so he knew that he had to change the image in his son's mind. And so he said that uh, every night before his son went to bed, he would at this time, he began to to write stories regarding his deer hunting experiences with God. And so he would read uh, a story to his son and then give his son some scriptures to meditate on and they would pray. And so by the time this next deer season came, his, he, his son said, dad, I'm ready based on the word of God. I know I'm going to get my, my buck. True enough. He went out there and in 10 minutes, God sent the buck his way and he dropped the buck. But this time, you know what? They made sure that buck was dead before they celebrated. What's the point here? God used Gary Cassie to change the image in his son's mind. See, it wasn't that God couldn't do his part that God didn't do his part. It's just because he had that mental image of that buck, that buck bolting out that terrible experience that he had. Only thing is the enemy just pushed the replay button in his mind. And as long as his son had that mental image of that buck bolting in the distance, so to speak, he couldn't receive because he had a negative image, image of his failure in his mind. Once again, it's brought about because he did what God told him to do. He couldn't understand what was going on. 
But how many of y'all understand and know that God knows how to change the image in your mind? So remember, once again, when you're having issues in the natural, when you've endeavored to live by faith and things don't work out, once again, you cannot get the answer from the natural. Only God can give you the answer. Now, sometimes God will, will, will send someone who's spiritual, who knows God a little bit more than you do, or, or he may give you the answer. The point is, it's going to be an answer from the spirit. But once again, disappointed faith. Disappointed faith is when you endeavor to do what God called you to do and what God told you to do and things still didn't work out. Not because you were in your flesh, but things didn't work out. There's another point I want you to see here. Typically, when there's disappointed faith, there's some issues in the spirit, but also in the natural. If you notice in the story, God had listened. God used his father to change the image. That's a spiritual thing. He had to change the image in his mind. But then he also learned the lesson not to celebrate before he made sure that the deer was dead. You all we're talking about once again, disappointed faith coupled with mistakes because it's always coupled with some type of mistake in the natural. All that I describe is vividly illustrated in the life of Joshua. We see Joshua, God gave him a command to once a day to march around the walls of Jericho. And on the seventh day, march around seven times and on seventh time release a shout. And we all know the story that the walls all came tumbling down. They went in to possess or to occupy the city. But God gave them the instructions to 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 take all the spoils and dedicate it to the temple because it was God's. It was a type of tithe. Well, the next battle. Joshua was was going to conquer Ai. Now, Ai was just a small town. And so Joshua took two or three thousand men and they went to uh, battle Ai. They thought it was going to be a simple victory, but Ai defeated Israel, ran them back. Not only did they, they defeat Israel, but they killed 36 men. Now, you have to understand what just happened here. Up until this point, Israel never lost a man in war. They never lost a soul in battle until now. They lost 36 men. Now, remember, they just defeated Jericho. And even before they crossed over to Jordan, they won many military battles before they crossed over once again. So Joshua is baffled. He endeavored to do everything what God told him to do, just like God said. And so he's wondering, what is going on? What is going on? Well, the word of God says that they began to to weep and wail and they begin to throw up uh, dust in the air. And now what are people going to say about us when people begin to hear that uh, when people begin to hear that little small AI destroyed us, people are going to get bold, Lord. They're going to say, Oh, we can take them. And so Joshua, once again, was upset. So Joshua says, OK, God, what are people going to say about your great name? And so then the Lord said to Joshua, and I'm reading uh, Joshua chapter seven, verse 10. It says, then the Lord said to Joshua, stand up, 
Why have you fallen on your face? Israel has sinned and they have broken my covenant and I com that I commanded them. They took from things dedicated for destruction. So basically they stole. There was a particular individual who kept some things for themselves. You know, they said, you know what, man, that preacher, that church, they got enough money that, that look at it. They ain't going to hurt them. I, I don't have to pay my tithes. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. They not missing anything. But if you notice this cost, because this one man sin, it cost 36 people to lose their lives. So God began to explain to Joshua. He said, Joshua, listen, I'm going to uh, let every tribe tri pass before you, but I'm going to identify which tribe that the guilty person is in. Then he said, I'm going to we're going to look at the clans and the family until you know exactly the person who committed the sin. And of course, Joshua ended up uh, killing not only uh, Achan who stole, but his family and everything that he had. But what's the point here? If you notice, Joshua did everything that God told him to do. He did everything to the T, but things still did not work out. And if you notice, he was beginning to fall into this disappointment, this despair. Once again, they were throwing a uh, 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 dust in the air and they begin to weep and wail and lament. They begin to tear their clothes and they're going in this, this soulless realm, so to speak. But God interrupted that and said, listen, Joshua, stand up on your feet. Stop crying. I haven't forsaken you. But the point is this, you all. God, he got his answer from God. God told him exactly why, exactly what happened. And if you notice, they did whatever they need to do, not only in the spiritual realm, but also in the natural realm. They took care of business. You know, once again, when there's failures, when there's disappointed faith, so to speak, there's always a reason. There's always a reason. Not only is it important to get the right picture in our mind, but it's also important for us to correct the mistake. But remember, you can't ask your soul what's going on. It will only lead to the enemy lying to you and have you go through all kind of unnecessary hoops. You must get that answer from God. You must get the answer from God. Remember, as we endeavor to walk with God, as we listen to his voice, as we follow God, there still will be some times where things won't turn out the way we plan. Perhaps you prayed for someone. God gave you a specific word and they still didn't do things still didn't work, turn out. They still passed or they still did, did what they wanted to do. It looked like it was for nothing. That the secret things belong to the Lord. There are times where God will give you the answer, but you have to have faith and trust in God that God's going to work it all out. Make sure that the enemy does not uh, create uh, uh, or you allow the enemy to create a mental stronghold in your mind. Well, only thing you see is you praying for that person. They didn't get healed or that person died or whatever things didn't work out that you endeavored to obey God by faith. Remember, faith is of the spirit. You cannot ask the soulish realm. You cannot get results from the soulish realm for a spiritual thing or a special a spiritual problem. Only God can give you the answer. Remember, God loves you. He has a plan for you. This message is to encourage your heart. Now you may need it now, or you may have to put this message on the shelf, but always remember when things don't go out as you endeavor to do what God has called you to do, 
Ask God what happened. Rely on the power and the love of God. He will reveal the answers to you. And listen, remember, do not allow the enemy to create a stronghold in your mind because God wants you to live the abundant life. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.